the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Hey, everybody. Scott Furrow here, and uh, I'm not here. I am on vacation this week with my family, but the show is live. Sitting in for me is the lead pastor of Shepherd Church in Porter Ranch, Dudley Rutherford. You know, we should have a contest, everybody guessing where Scott Furrow is today. Like, is he in the Bahamas? Is, is he in Hawaii? Is he hanging out in Simi Valley? Where, where is he hanging out at? But he's on vacation, and uh, so thankful for the opportunity to fill in for him today. My name is Dudley Rutherford, the senior pastor of Shepherd Church here in the San Fernando Valley. And tonight at our church, we're actually doing a live recording of the Passion Play. If you live anywhere near Porter Ranch, You want to come get to that church before 7 o'clock because we're going to close all the doors because we're recording, and it's a live uh, rendition of what happens the last week of Jesus' life. I know that's usually an Easter, but we're doing it now. We're filming it, and we're going to put it – so we have enough time to edit it, and we're going to put it on television all over the United States of America. So this could be your one time to really, you know – be famous to be in that live audience of the Passion Play. So we're excited about that. But uh, thankful again to be here. And, you know, I look at our country today, and we're going to take some calls. I want to give you the phone number, 888-528-2557. My secretary uh, had been with me for quite a while. She came in one day, and she said, hey, I'm leaving. I go, what do you mean I, I'm le- you're leaving? She goes, I'm leaving. I go, what do you mean you're leaving? She goes, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm resigning. I go, where, where are you going? She goes, I'm going to Tennessee. And I go, why are you leaving California to go to Tennessee? And she said, I can't take another day of California politics. And she left. And as a pastor, you know, we're trying to make a difference here in L.A. And I was talking to Rusty George and talked to many other pastors. So many people are leaving California. And where are they going, and why are they leaving? They're going to really three or four places. They go to a lot of places, but the top places they're leaving is Texas. A lot of people leaving from California, moving to Texas. A lot of people are moving from California to Tennessee. A lot of people have moved to Idaho in that area. In fact, they're they're mad. People who live in Idaho, they don't. If you tell them you're from California, they don't they don't like that because it's driving up all the prices of the homes there, and it's higher than what the average income is able to support. And then uh, they're also moving to Colorado. Some are moving to Phoenix. Nobody's moving to New York. (laughs) I hope you laughed at that. And people are moving to Florida. And um, I want to ask you, I did this the other day in church. It's actually in church. I asked Raise raise a hand. Raise your hand if you have thought about leaving California. And I'm not making this up. Everybody 
raise their hand. I, I didn't see anybody didn't raise their hand. It's like everybody's thinking about leaving California. And there's reasons for that, right? I came across the, this article, 10 Pros and Cons of Living in California Right Now. And, of course, if you're listening to this, our primary audience is in California. But this had the top five reasons why we live here and the top five reasons why we don't want to live here. So this is the good and the bad, the pros and the cons. Now, you can guess number one on the list. What is the number one reason why people live in Southern California? Reason number one. Why, why, do, we, why do people want to live here? The weather. I mean, look outside right now. It's beautiful. Now, if you live up in the valley, it might be a little windy. That's our winter is wind. Uh, we have the best weather. I mean, how often did you send a picture of the weather when you saw the rest of the country either freezing to death or in the midst of a hurricane or tornado. It's like year-round perfect weather. I've done some golfing in my day. I never, ever in California schedule a round of golf worried about whether or not it's going to be raining or not. It's just, I know we I know we just came through a season of rain, but it never rains here, except for the last month. So that's reason number one. Reason number two is because of the abundant recreational options. All the things we have that are, like, fun to do. The beaches. Have you been on the bike path? We go down to a restaurant uh, on the beach called Perry's for breakfast sometimes. It is so beautiful down there. We have the national parks, Yosemite, Joshua Tree, and many others. We've got the sequoias and the giant redwood trees. Then we've got all the sporting events, the Dodgers, the Lakers, the Rams. I'll put the Clippers in there. Chargers, Ducks, the Kings. And then we've got parks like Griffith Park. And then, of course, you've got snow skiing. You've got wine country. You've got all the theme parks, Disneyland, all, all, the, all the theme parks. So that's reason number two. It's just the, the weather, number one, recreational options, number two. You want number three on the reason, the number three on the list of why people like living here is the easy access to fresh and healthy foods. We got almonds, avocados, dates, figs, lemons, olives, oranges, strawberries. Have you ever had a California strawberry? Woo! Those things are good. And then all the fresh fish because we're here near the coast. Uh, then, then number four, the fourth reason on this list of why we like to live here is it's listed as high quality of life. Now that might not sound like. Nah, I don't know if I have the great quality of life here, but you do because of the weather and because of the rec- recreational options and because of all the healthy foods that are here. That That is kind of a high quality of life. And there's a million different places you can live, which is number five on the list is ample economic opportunity. And now I would add, I would add some things on that list of why I like living here. I love the, I love the healthy lifestyle. I love the, I love the fact that you could really have any kind of job you want. If you get out and work, you can have any job you want, probably. But I love the diversity. I, I love the diversity of people. I, I, it's, it's what drew me to Southern California is all the people. I tell people all the time, if you don't love people, you don't want to live in Southern California. But if you love people, this is the place to be. But then there's a list of cons. Why do people not want to live here? And... Uh, you, you probably know the number one thing on that list. 
So the number one reason why we like living here is the pleasant weather. But what's the number one reason why people don't like living here? Why are people leave, leaving? Number one on that list, high cost of living. Cost of a house is almost double of anywhere in the country to get a house here. I, I've got three children, two of which live here. And to get into a house, it's almost impossible, almost impossible. It is so expensive. And then there's the heavy tax burden. California is one of the highest taxed states in the country. State tax, property tax is ridiculous. Sales tax is absolutely crazy. And it's just expensive. To buy insurance, just the insurance on, on the house has gone up tremendously. Number three on the list of why we're leaving is because of it's it, they have questionable governance it's 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 the it's the leaders the political leaders of our state people are leaving they don't want to deal with it just like my assistant she just left pulled up her family was here been here forever grandkids here just pulled up went to tennessee couldn't handle the couldn't handle the politics any longer <laughs> it's tough it's frustrating the fourth thing on the list of why people are leaving is the negative effects of urbanization. That's homelessness, crime, traffic, pollution. Have you ever been on the 405 rush hour in the rain? It is, the word gridlock is a good word, but gridlock on steroids. I go to other cities like, you know, I think we have bad traffic. No, no, you come to California. We have get on the 405. Try to get to the LAX airport. See if you can do that. And the fifth reason why people don't like living here is the risk of natural disasters, fires, mudslides, drought, and of course we know earthquakes and we all know the big ones coming one day. So my question to you, and I want to and we're going to talk more about this. I want to know have you ever thought about leaving California? Why are you still here? Why have you not left California? And just to get your take, we're going to open up the phone lines. Give me your take on what's happening in our country, what's happening in this state politically. We live in a a state that is two-thirds majority left-leaning liberal politicians, which means it's it's greater than 80%, basically, are Democrats, left-leaning people like Nancy Pelosi and Barbara Boxer. I think she's on her way out or left already, but it's so far left-leaning, Adam Schiff. And it's just, it's, it's almost, it's just discouraging to see what's happening in our schools, what's happening in our streets, what's happening in our borders, what's happening with inflation, the, the cost of gasoline in this state. I just want to know, I want you to call and let me know if you've ever thought about leaving. I, I want to know, I want to know, what do you like about our state? What do you not like about our state? What is it that, what is it that keeps you from moving? And why are, why are you here? Because out of all those things, and I want you to call at 888, that's 888, 888-888, I want to say that again, 888, you got the three eights. Then it's 528 2557 528 2557 I want to hear from you today 
on the state of the state of California. I, I, I'm a pastor. I preach. I have a passion for this state and for this city. But it, it's getting tough. It's getting tough to live here. It's almost impossible financially for people. Because, see, I talk to a lot of people, and they're just barely getting by, and they're thinking about getting out of here. And I want, I want to hear from you. I want to know, I want to know what you think. I want you to call us at 888-528-2557. We're going to go to Jamie in Chino Hills. Jamie, are you pro-California or are you on your way out? I'm pro because I'm, I'm born and raised here, but to be honest with you, I am on my way out. Um, I grew up in Southern California. I go to uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, okay. Jack, and I'm very, very familiar with you, and I really like your teaching. Oh, thank you. It, it is time to go. I am stressed. I went from making three fifty a year to living paycheck to paycheck, and it's just different. And the housing is—it's too expensive. It's not affordable anymore. Nothing is affordable here in Southern California. And to be honest with you, our crime is really, really bad. And just the people's attitudes as well—it's not how it used to be. We used to be a red state when uh, Ronald Reagan was president. Yes. And the 80s were the best. Those days are those days are over, Jamie. Those days are gone. They're just totally finished and nobody cares anymore. So Jamie, what ha- what happened to this state? What in your opinion, what happened to this state? Do you really want my opinion? I want to know. Do I want to really, know. I really, really be honest. With I, you? That's why we're here. I want. I'm. I want to hear what people are thinking who live in this in this city in this Southern California. I'll tell you. Um, it's a blue state. There are too many. There's just too many cultures here. Too many different people here, and everyone has come here. They want to change everything for what it is, and. They want you to worship their own God. They want to take Christ out the church, out, out the school, out the courthouses, out of everything. And that's just my opinion from what I've seen. Now, keep in mind, I'm 60 years old. You're just so a I've baby. A you're just a baby. No, you're young, too. No, I'm older than you, girl. I'm older than well, you. Well, you're not that much because I've seen you speak Q&As I, at our church. Well, <laughs> I wish I had but Pastor Jack. Young. I wish I had Jack's hair. That'd be good. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, Jamie, uh, last question. If you left, where would you go? Uh, I have visited Texas, and there's so many different cities to Texas that's cool, but Texas is overcrowded now. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Washington to Walla Walla. Okay. And um, it's a wine town. I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And I'm looking to Idaho. I might go to Idaho and check it out and then make my choice and my decision. Because it's too crowded here, and it's it's only going to get worse. The crime in Chino Hills, is it's starting to filter in from Chino area in Ontario. And it's just, 
I just don't like it here anymore. The only thing we have is weather, I feel. Yeah, that's the only thing that keeps us here. Jamie, thank you for calling. I want to go to Joyce, who's calling in from Los Angeles. She's left twice, but she keeps coming back. Joyce, welcome to SoCal Live. <laughs> hey, Pastor Dudley, thank you. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. So what's your thoughts on uh, this state of ours, the state well, of state of I California? Well, I was I was born and raised here. My family's from the south, from Louisiana. Okay. And like I said, I've left twice, uh, pretty much feeling like your secretary felt, and I've come back. I came back the last time because my mother was ill. Okay. And she's since passed away. But um, like the caller before me, she said, it's just not like it used to be. I'm 73, and so I've seen this city change. And it's not the same, but I don't think it's because of the diversity of the people. I think God's hand of blessing has been removed from mm. the city or from the region. Mm. That, that's my thing, my take on it. And I believe, again, I'm waiting. You know, you pray about things like yesterday. I loved your program yesterday. Thank you. Uh, you pray and you wait for the leading of the Holy Spirit to tell you what to do and where to go. Because anywhere we go, I have relatives in Atlanta, Louisiana, Texas, and there's something amiss with all of those places. Mm. But if you are, if you listening to God and you go with the leading of, of God, you're going to be all right. So I'm, I'm waiting now. My daughter says she's leaving and she's 37. She says she's leaving in two years. Uh, she, so, does, does she, you have grandkids? Yeah, I have one grandson that's seven and one that's the one in Atlanta is getting ready to graduate high school. He's 17. Okay, but the so, young one, the young one lives here? The one and lives here with me. So yeah, so, okay. He's just in first grade. So, I, I, you know, it depends on by that time, maybe the Lord will have led us and uh, given us the word or the instructions that we want to go. But that's what our family is in prayer mode to hear from God. Okay. on whether or not we're supposed to go. So. All, right, all right, Joyce, thank you for calling. She's left twice, but she's come back, and she's she's thinking about leaving again. My name's Dudley Rutherford. I'm here at SoCal Live filling for Scott Furrow. We're asking, what's wrong with our state? What is the state of California? Have you thought about leaving? What's wrong? How would we get to where we are today? This used to be the greatest place in the world to live. And I don't know if you've ever been to San Francisco recently. You cannot walk through the streets of San Francisco today. And that's coming, I think, to the rest of this country, rest of California for sure. Alvin uh, from Los Angeles, welcome to SoCal Live. Hello, Pastor Dudley. Hello, sir. Um, so I guess um, I could start by saying uh, what keeps me here in California is, um, number one, I'm born and raised here. Um, you know, I went from elementary school and graduated from college here. And what's also keeping me here is because of the industry that I work in. I work in the renewable energy industry as a construction project manager. But right. the reason why I've the the reason why I've thought of leaving is just echoing all of the listeners. I mean, it's just, it's the cost of living. It's the fact that this state is, I could definitely say, is moving away from what God's will is. Yes. And if I had a choice of which of which states I would go 
me being, you know, more of an outdoors person, I'd probably say I've heard good things about Oregon, and I have three friends that live up there. Right. And also in Idaho, but, um, and the good thing actually is the renewable energy space is expanding into other states, but, you know, I'm just praying on it, and if it's God's will for me to leave, it's, you know, it's God's will, and that's just what I have to focus on. All right, Alvin, thank you for calling. He said he's he's staying here for now because it's really his job in renewable energies, and a part of that is part of the green the Green New Deal, and that's our country's kind of moving towards all that, whether we want it or not. I can't imagine what California's going to be like when they say no more gasoline, uh, and, and the power grid right now can't handle uh, the electric, electricity needs of our city. Uh, it, it's really amazing uh, what this country, what our this state was like, because I've been here for 35 years. And I remember when I what it was like 35 years ago when I compare it to what it is today. And uh, I, I tell you, there is a mass exodus, uh, exodus that's happening uh, from this state. And uh, as people have said, they're going to Idaho, going to Tennessee, Texas, Florida. Some of them are looking up in Washington. We want you to call us at 888-528. That's 888-528-2557. And I want to hear from you on uh, why do you live here? Are you thinking about leaving? What happened in this country? How do we get? How do we get to this place in this state? This was the most beautiful place. It's it still is beautiful, but it's it's going downhill uh, quickly. Uh, you're listening to Wednesday's edition of SoCal Live. We'll be right back. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Text Scott right now in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Oh, it is Dudley Rutherford filling in for Scott Furrow today, and we're looking at the state of California and just how it is going down the drain is one phrase, one way to put it. I've been here for 35 years as a pastor. Uh, you know, I... I I even feel it myself. I asked the church, a pretty big church, raise your hand if, you, if you're thinking about leaving. I felt like the entire church raised their hands. And I have a list of five reasons why, why, why it's tough living here. High cost of living, the tax burden, what it costs to live. One of those things on that list was just the governance, the way this country is run. And I, we're gonna, we've got a lot of people who've called in. We're going to get to your phone calls. Mia I'm, Mia, I'm coming to you next. But Stay with me if you're on the phone. I want to get to many of the callers as we can, but I want to play you a clip first from Ronald Reagan. This is back, someone mentioned this, this was the good old days back in the 80s when this was a red state. It it is so blue now. Of course, there's 55 electoral votes. The politicians for the presidential election, you need 270, I think, to win, 270, 273. They don't even come to California. There's no ads they don't spend any money out here because it's it's all 55 are going to the democratic party but this is ronald reagan someone said this is the best joke that he ever told and it's about a pastor and a politician that die and they both go to heaven and they're in front of the pearly gates all right so listen to ronald reagan here uh this some people said this is the best joke he's ever told an evangelical minister and a politician arrived at heaven's gate one day together and saint peter 
after doing all the necessary formalities, took them in hand to show them where their quarters would be. And he took them to a small single room with a bed, a chair, and a table, and said this was for the clergyman. And the politician was a little worried about what might be in store for him. And he couldn't believe it then when St. Peter stopped in front of a beautiful mansion with lovely grounds, many servants, and told him that these would be his quarters. And he couldn't help but ask. He said, but wait, how? There's something wrong. How do I get this mansion while that good and holy man only gets a single room? And St. Peter said, you have to understand how things are up here. We got thousands and thousands of clergy. You're the first politician who ever made it. <laughs> he said, "He said you're the first politician to ever make it up to heaven." Now, I I, I want you to know we're to pray for our elected ele- uh, officials, and I, and I and I am a firm believer that we are to be doing that. I, I got a whole list of things that we're, we're supposed to be doing, but it is the politicians who are making all these decisions in this state, and it is two thirds supermajority left leaning liberal politicians and uh, we're just watching this right before our very eyes we're we're seeing uh this state of ours go down the tubes and i'm asking you have you thought about leaving uh why are you still here if you could leave would you leave what is your answer to that question let's go to sandy up in valencia sandy thank you for calling in the socal live Oh, my pleasure. Um, thank you, um, Pastor Rutherford. Um, I uh, wanted to let you know that I have planned to leave California, sadly. Um, the uh, main reasons is um, high taxes, crime, uh, border issue, the woke agenda, and the lack of police support. Mm. Um, and and, and uh, at the end of all this, really, it's really tied in and how um, these um, folks from the left are so adamant of pursuing to disrespect and uh, remove God from our lives. And um, I can't live in a state where, you know, you're changing people's genders and uh, you're um, rewarding crime. And that's that's just wrong. How can one pay taxes to be uh, victimized? It's just completely wrong. So, yeah, my uh, state, of, state of preferences are Florida, Texas, and Arizona. In and and when are you planning on leaving? I am, I'm planning on leaving probably within two years. I would do it sooner, but my I have a special needs child, and he yeah. just got into a beautiful uh, Christian school after being bullied for over three years here in California. Uh, and so we're trying to repair what uh, California can't seem to figure out. They're all about talking how you know, bullying is... Uh, not allowed, but they have no real uh, process uh, in place that is effective to uh, quell that type of um, situation in schools. All right. Thank you for calling. There's another one on their way out. It's unbelievable how many people are thinking about getting out of here. Marion Costa Mesa, thank you and welcome to SoCal Live today. Yes. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Uh, Yes, um, born and raised here, Southern California, and in agreement with just absolutely everything that everybody said about leaving. Um, it's sad. Uh, I'm old now. I, I can't afford to live here. Um, and 
the reason I'm here um, is grandchildren. Yeah. No, and I, there's four of them here uh, in this local area. Um, I did, however, leave uh, about nine years ago. I moved to uh, uh, Missouri to take a friend uh, who needed care. I took her from here, and we were able to go to Missouri and put our funds together and buy, um, you know, a duplex for $49,000. Mm. I was able to run out the other side and then care for my friend until she passed. There was no way I was able to take care of her here. Uh, I wasn't going to turn her over to the state of California to care for. So that was our best option. Um, and Mary, what do you think? What do you think happened? What, what happened to this state? How, how, where did we go wrong? Oh, taking God out of everything. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that absolutely, absolutely. That, that was the beginning. I was just contemplating that the other night, you know, about the grammar schools and have, especially, you know, after the serial killings that we've had this week, uh, you know, makes your thought pattern go. Um, you know, in grammar schools, uh, you know, putting everything back into the schools. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling. And uh, I, Man, it's hard. I mean, I, I I feel called of God to be here because of ministry. I see all the lost people, the hurting people, lonely people, broken people, people that need Jesus. But as far as a lifestyle goes, this is a tough place to live. Lisa from Northridge, welcome to SoCal Live with uh, Scott Furrow. I'm Dudley, but I'm filling Hi. in for Scott. Lisa. Hi. Nice to talk to you. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm going to be in California for about. Lisa, Lisa. Yes. Yeah, tell, tell us that one more time. Your phone was. I, cut. I'm, I'm going to retire in a couple years and that's when my husband and I will probably leave California. And, and where are you going? Well, we've been shopping around. We haven't decided yet. Um, we've checked out, uh, Utah. And we checked out Nevada, and we're going to check out Arizona this summer. And, and what's the um, number one reason you want to get out of California? Well, mainly because our tax dollars are going to pay for all the abortions. Okay, we, we have a, a, a poor connection there, but uh, she is not happy with where her tax dollars are going. I want to go to David in Culver City. He loves California. He doesn't ever want to leave. David, welcome to SoCal Live. You know, Pastor Rutherford, I think part of the problem is California probably is inimical to people like you, older evangelicals. Hey, how old do you think I am? You're a Trump. I think you're in your 60s. That's old? You think that's old? No, 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 no. I, I said older. I said that's the problem with evangelical Christianity. Okay. It's become a belief system primarily of older people. Mm. Okay? No, you're so, sir, sir, uh, sir, sir. I don't no, want to ar- finish. Let me finish. I'll let you let finish. finish. I'll let you finish. I think statistically most evangelicals are older and I think that uh, there's a radical loathing of government uh, that's characteristic of evangelical Christianity now is kind of flabby intellectually. 
Um, and, you know, I, I agree. It's not, it's, it's not the place evangelicals should be. You're not going to be happy here. It's not a gun owner's paradise. It's not radically Republican. It's not rapidly Trumpist. It's not anti-immigrant. Uh, you know, it accepts gays and lesbians. Uh, you know, uh, it accepts an open society. And, and I think, unfortunately, your brand of evangelical Christianity is profoundly illiberal. Okay. And so, I mean in the small yeah. So, David, let me ask you a question. How long have you lived here in California? You know, I was born here. I was a Marine in Iraq. Uh, I went to college back east. So are you a younger uh, person or are you a younger person or an older person? I'm in my late 40s. Okay, so I you're, you're middle-aged. Evangelical Christian. And do you, I, I was at one time an evangelical Christian. Okay. My dad wanted me to go to Moody Bible College. Well, that's a great college. Let me ask you this question, David. Do you think this state is better off today than it was 20 years ago? I think like a lot of states, in some ways we have a lot of stresses, in some ways we're better off, and in some ways, we have problems that have to be solved. Yeah, and That's you like see, do you see the problem? Here. Do you see problems in our country, in this state, being solved right now? Do you see any problems being solved in this state? I, 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 I get, I get that you don't really do. care. I get that you don't really care for evangelicals. Take evangelicals no, out I of the. Say, no, I didn't. No, I didn't say I don't. I, that's not true. Okay. I I love evangelicals. I wish they would be willing to be less illiberal and less uh, believing that Jesus was a Republican and less believing in toxic masculinity and less believing uh, that we need to pray for our sports teams. Yeah, I think some of the things have become very flabby intellectually and not something that's believable by younger people. That's why younger people are not evangelicals. Okay, well, I thank you for calling. I, I, I... I don't, I, I don't understand his thinking there that young people are not becoming evangelicals. What's happening in our culture is, is, is we have removed God from this culture, and we're, we are raising dysfunctional children in dysfunctional homes today because God is no longer the centerpiece of our lives. And uh, I... I, I I wish I had more time to talk to him because I, 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 I think that we were having a good conversation there. But we got to take a break. We'll be, we'll be right back. We want to get to more phone lines. Thank you for listening to SoCal Live today. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Uh, the phone lines are jammed today. You're listening to Dudley Rutherford with SoCal Live, and we're talking about the state of the state of California. This this was the greatest place to live in, in, for a long, long time. We've got the best weather. We've got all the recreational options. We got great food. I love the diversity of this place. But brother, it is hard to live here because of the cost of everything, because of crime, because of the tax burden, because of the politics of this state. And you know, we have a few natural disasters. There's an earthquake, I believe, last night in Malibu, 4.2 on the Richter scale that uh, woke people up at two o'clock this morning. Don't know if you felt that. But um, we are we're, we've, the phone lines are lit up with people 
explaining why they are they want to stay or why uh, they want to leave. And uh, I just want to I want to see what's on your heart and what is it that uh, causes you to stay. Why are you here? Have you thought about leaving? If you left, where would you go? Let's go to Reuben in North Hills. Reuben, thank you for calling SoCal Live. Pastor Dudley, love you. Thank you for hosting this week. And my short answer is, and I want to expand on it, stay because of family, ministry, and the state has changed so much. And it says it in Jeremiah that my people have turned their backs on me and have refused to return. And when the government is pushing for that, it encourages the people to jump on board. And I I always get frustrated as we hear about things that are happening and they try to find the answer, whether they point to this, that, or the other, and they never speak about how we've gotten God out of our lives as a, as a country, nation, and church. And I'd love to expand on ministry because I've called in here before and shared that in 2008, was brought up Catholic, went to Catholic Church all my life, um, never paid attention. Something happened. Somebody invited me to an encounter in 2008, and my life changed. Mm. I was... So the reason why I said family and ministry is because ministry is everywhere when God calls you. And I remember taking the Life Group series to our local Catholic church where I had attended, and they allowed it. And we were there for about eight years, and we see we saw people reading the, the scriptures where they hadn't really read before. I'm talking about the group that we met, not everybody, but the group that met with us. They read the scriptures. You can see them, life coming to them. And regardless of what happens, whatever city or state you're in, when you have that and you share that with the community, with the church, and you see life come into life, mm. what what else can move you to, to go somewhere else other than God calling you? And he called me to do that. And um, by the way, there are so many men in this San Fernando Valley and outside of the valley that are hungry for that encounter. Mm. So many faster. Yeah. Um, Ruben, thank you for calling. And uh, it certainly is a place to be if you want to spend your life helping uh, the least of these, helping those who are hurting, helping those that are lost. This is where you want to be. Uh, But to raise a family here right now, uh, the cost of living, the taxes, uh, the, the, the politics, uh, it it's getting more and more difficult, and I'm just I'm just telling you that I I know so many people who have left this state and they're they're leaving in groves. Let's go to JT from Hermosa Beach. JT, thanks for calling into SoCal Live. Dudley, thank you. You know, I just I'm going to tell you why I'm going to leave. But you were just playing a great song by a singer, Marlena Shaw, that was on the bumper sticker, California Soul, and that was another reason why California was a better place to live back in those days. Not only was the music better in that era, but when you hear a song like that, that that really represents how people felt about the state, you know, mm. 54 uh, years ago. Um, the reason being is because, number one, the cost of living is too high. We used to be, people used to be able to buy a home. Mm-hmm. They 
had all kinds of housing options, bachelor apartments, singles, a guest room in a, in a house, um, room and board exchange, all disappeared. Never thought that would happen. Then people can't run out a, um, a business because they can't afford the rent. You've got homeless encampments, which did not always exist. You know, uh, Somebody might want to argue that. I say, well, in the 1950s and 60s and 70s, we didn't have any of those. And people sleeping in cars, the crime... But I think there's another reason why I'm fed up with this place. I'm a native Californian, and I'm going to bold eventually, um, is because there's a cynicism and a jadedness among not only the political leaders mm-hmm. of this generation where they've come to accept things. In other words, when Reagan and when Ronald Reagan and, and Pat Brown and Goodwin Knight, who were three governors around the 50s, 60s, and 70s, they, they may not have agreed on everything, but they did similar things to keep the state afloat and make it business-friendly, okay? But what's happened is the name, people used to know their neighbors. People used to invite each other over. Their churches were filled. You felt a sense of hope, even if there were difficult times. Mm. And it just doesn't exist anymore because people have bought into this, and they say, well, that's the way it is, well, whatever. That's what Charlton Heston said before he died, more and more this attitude of this jadedness and this cynicism, just accepting everything. Am I making sense of what I'm saying? Uh, in, in, I, I, uh, totally, totally. And... You know, it's like how it happens so quickly. I, 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 I just see it, uh, the, the crime, the open borders, yeah. the high taxes, the decisions that are made uh, by our government leaders. Um, I, 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 I totally disagree, disagree with a, a caller who called earlier who said – I do too. I do it's too. Like, like, dude, you're, you're part of that problem. The, the churches and the Christians are the only hope – for this state as we look to God and as we repent of our sins and humble ourselves and turn to God, that he will hear those prayers and heal our land. But the, the state is being overrun with people that have no fear of God, no respect of God, no. or the things of God. You know, Pastor Dudley, if I can say one last thing, I'll give an example of, if you want to see in a split second of what has changed. Sixty years ago, President Kennedy was murdered, and people grieved and, and were grief-stricken everywhere. They were stunned. We have lost the ability to that human emotion that God gave us. We have become like Manchurian candidate-style robots. And David, who called earlier, I'm, I've heard him over the years, I'm sorry, he's not right in what he said. He's trying to put a label on something, and what you're talking about is not about, doesn't have a D or an R by it, Democrat or Republican. It's called reality, but it's a sad reality. Mm. And and that's what's sad when I hear people like him doing it. It's like putting it's making it very shallow and it's very sophomoric and it doesn't allow for an intelligence debate. And I not only respect you as a minister, but you're a good listener and you're thought provoking. And I like what you're saying here. You know, it's 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 it needs to be said. All right, JT, thank you for calling. He lives down there in Hermosa Beach. Who does not want to live in Hermosa Beach? And yet he lives there and he is thinking about getting out of Dodge. Let's go to William in Fullerton. William, thank you for calling SoCal Live. Hi, Pastor Dudley. I'm so glad that you're guest hosting. Oh, well, thank you, sir. So, so are you a Californian? No Go ahead. Well, I'm not a native, but I've been here about as long as you have. Okay. Over, over 35 years. All right. And uh, the only thing that's keeping me here right now, or one of the only things, is uh, I'm... I'm uh, Having to raise uh, grandchildren because the parents are in the wind. Mm. Uh, that, but that's you know I don't 
tell people that story for sympathy. I sure. just I have to deal with that reality. I'm, yeah. I, I should have been retired, but I'm still working. And, William, don't you think uh, it's tough raising kids or grandkids in this culture today in California? Absolutely. It's absolutely uh, heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It's, uh, you know, I have a lower trigger point mm. now than I used to. Yeah. You know, I've got anger issues, but I don't, I don't need the leftist to help along the anger issues. Right. And they're, I don't, I don't care what anybody else says. They're 90% of the problem lies yeah. with the, with the, uh, with the governor that closed the churches demanded that the close the churches be closed, but he left the strip clubs and the liquor stores open. I have such loathing for that, for that man that occupies this governor's office who has, it has no common sense of decency, no sense of reality. And I just, on another note, did you happen to read that, uh, that letter that, that uh, Pastor John MacArthur sent to, sent to Newsom? Uh, yeah, yeah, William, I, I want to thank you for calling. And, and, and these phone lines are lit up here, and we're running out of time. And I really wish I could just keep talking to everyone who's, who's on online. I'm not sure I'm going to get to you, but... This was once a great state, and not a perfect state, but if if you have any objectivity to you and the way you think, you would see how we're headed in the wrong direction. And, of course, Second Chronicles 7.14 tells us that we need to pray. And I think it starts with us. I think it starts with us as believers. You know, I like to look at the politicians, but we gotta got to pray for the politicians. we got to vote our morals, vote our principles, and even though right now it doesn't seem like it's even possible uh, for any conservative to win any possible vote. Um, but it says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin, will heal, heal their land. We talk about that verse, but there's a phrase in there about humbling ourselves. And I don't think we're very humble. And uh, we got to get there. We've got to be faithful. We've got to be willing to take a stand, but do so lovingly and kindly. And then we've got to see the harvest as Jesus saw the harvest. Uh, this is Dudley Rutherford filling in for Scott Furrow, and I want to thank you for joining us today. Hope you'll be back tomorrow. We're going to be talking to Bishop Ulmer, who's getting ready to retire. We want to honor him. We're going to have a great day tomorrow. Join us again tomorrow, and thank you for joining on Wednesday's edition of SoCal Live. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.